Welcome to the University of the Free State Career Services Podcast, where we talk to experts about the ins and outs of jobs and share tips that will give you a grip on your future career. Good day to our honored listeners. Today we have Dr. Katleho Mashiani, who's a technical officer. Um, and he just told me some exciting news that he just obtained his doctorate and now you're doing your postdoctoral yes. research or yes. studies. Yes, yes. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's nice to have you in our studio. So how are you? I'm good, thanks. Uh, thanks for having me. Uh, Yes. It's a pleasure to be here. Just please tell us a little bit about the journey of Dr. Katler. How did you become a doctor? How did that look like? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to like put it in a nutshell, but yeah, I've always been intrigued about knowledge and actually contributing meaningfully to society, you know. So I just thought that having a PhD is the most uh, appropriate way of of co- of contributing to society and yes indeed i get to make a lot of impact in other people's lives especially through research and you know mentoring and stuff so it's pretty cool yeah it's pretty nice to have a phd <laughs> it's pretty nice to have a phd oh man samuel <laughs> to have one myself yeah. okay they they were speaking about um impacting our people's lives there's a lot of things that you should have done that would have impacted people positively in their lives why yeah. geography uh look uh, geography is all about understanding how the world works um from a physical and human point of view for me there is no better study because i was always intrigued about how like i just wanted to know how the world functions you know what is what why this is like this so it's all about curiosity and you know geographers are the most uh, incredible people <laughs> and and they are often not spoken about in society and uh, they are often overlooked or or underestimated but uh, a well trained geographer is uh, a machine of 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 change and a, and a catalyst of you know of positive change yeah mm. is it something that you've always wanted to do yes actually <laughs> i wanted to be a lot of things like like law. when I, I matriculated i wanted to be a lawyer but um i was always i always felt like i'll be bored or a pilot then i always i wanted something very very challenging mm. and a phd did exactly <laughs> that so i'm glad that i got to walk the journey that i've always wanted to walk you know mm. because we all choose our path and so for me being a pilot and becoming a lawyer i was like a pilot i only get a license i'll only be training for like i don't know a year or two and then i be so a 10 year academic uh, journey was worthwhile. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm sure a lot of PhD candidates will be like are shaking their heads right now saying yep. Yeah, but, yes. but to be honest, uh, I think um you need to be prepared when you do like a PhD mentally. Mm. Um and and I think there's there's it's like any other thing that you do you need to be well inducted and just don't, you know, be naive and about it. you know the, it it comes with challenges but um to be honest uh, the most incredible thing or the most important thing is to be disciplined and work hard at it okay so now i'm thinking um think of 
a child um, who's in high school or a first year student who's studying geography and then are wondering how did you get to that? Can you please just take us through your journey from matric going forth to now? How did you get there? What were the steps you took? How did you make the decisions you made? Well, I mean, when when I matriculated, you know, um, I was the circumstances were, were were a bit different to now. I mean, these days the the kids are exposed to technology. They have a lot of resources on their hands. They can study. They can like knowledge is easily accessible these days, uh, compared to when I was studying uh, when I was doing my matric. Um, you know, it wasn't easy to get knowledge. It wasn't easy. You had to really um, mine, uh, mine it. You know, so these days it's, it's pretty much accessible. <laughs> so it was a bit tough back then, um, uh, especially in metric. But um, I was very lucky to enroll into a degree in, uh, in environmental sciences. Uh, I was taught to become a custodian of the environment, to take care of the environment. Um, and I had some some really good lecturers uh, back then. And there was this one lecturer that had so much passion and knowledge. So I looked up to that guy and I was like, you know what, this guy, I want to, I want to be like this guy. I want to know stuff like this guy, you know. So I think uh, most uh, one of the things that can drive you uh, is passion. You know, passion is like most one of the things that you need to to have in whatever that you do. So upon that, I, I after like my first degree, I did an internship with NRF in Joburg. It was nice to move because my undergrad was in Limpopo. And then I moved to Gauteng and I got an internship. It was nice to see the city, seeing Santen for the first time. You know, I was like, wow, this is so nice, you know. And then after my my, my uh, internship, I went back to do my honors. So, yeah, and then from there, um, from my, I did my honors uh, in natural sciences. And then I was like, should I, with my honors, should I go get a job? I was like, nah, it's too early for me to get a job. I'm still young. I don't have responsibilities. I have nothing to do with my time. You know what? Maybe let me just do my my master's. And my master's was awesome because I got to travel to China like twice. I made friends there. You know, I was just exploring the world, man, with the time that I had, you know. I was still young and I was like, you know what? I have time on my hands. What I, What can I want to do with this time? So I just, I traveled a bit and I, you know, I explored South Africa. And then after completing my master's, I got to travel some more because I was working with the South African National Parks. And I had to travel like the whole of South Africa, Cape Town, Mapungube, Limpopo, you name it. I've Mm. been there, you know, just because as a geographer, obviously, like you have to understand the world and they trust you with the fact that you understand how the world works, you know. So it was such an incredible journey. And yeah, and then I did my PhD and here we are. And now you're here. Yeah. And now you're here. Hearing you talk, I, I can hear you. There's so many ex- like exciting experiences that you have, 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 have encountered. You've been to exciting places. And so this probably could have been the highlight of your career, loosely speaking, right? But now I want to know about um, what makes your job tough. Because you know what, uh, it, for me, it doesn't feel like a job. You know, like when you do something that you love, like it, I know it sounds 
cliche, but like most people will say this, but it's true. So I don't find it tough, you know. To be honest, scientific, scientists um, have to always gather knowledge. So always like you have to be on the net. If somebody comes and inquire about stuff, you're like, you know what, let me research about this. And also one challenge is that people think that science is tough. Like there's this misconception out there, especially at the level of university. Like university students tend to think, oh, are you under NAS? <laughs> you know, like, oh, NAS, NAS students, they're going through the most. And, you know, and that is, and, and NAS students tend to really take it heart and believe and believe the fact that science is, is pretty hard because I get to interact with a lot of students on the daily and I have to teach them science and motivate them as, as, at the same time be like you can do this you can do this and to be honest I'm not a motivational speaker <laughs> you know I would expect you to come motivated you know but yeah I, I think motivating people on the daily and becoming a scientist is like especially especially young people like I expect them to come already motivated to learn, you know. So, yeah, that's one of the challenges. Those are one of the challenges that you encounter. Now, um, if you had to tell an outsider one secret about your job, what would it be? I'll be honest with you, and that is people skills. I don't know what it's called because Mm. as a scientist, you need to learn how to work with people. You know, I think, I really think that when you're doing your science, they must include a module about psychology, you know, like sometimes like this, this one professor who said that when he was doing IT at the university, um, he studied acting, you know, he was doing IT, but he went to the US, but there was acting in it. So I think the modules are there, the, the degree need to be diversified, you know. Because you will get, and, and actually like finances as well, like do financial management, don't just do science, don't just do, you know, chemistry and physics and all those stuff. But also, you know, we need to uh, capacitate our students with financial management, life skills, as well as like psychology, but most importantly, life skills, you know, mm. you need that at at university level. And I think that's why they incorporated it at uh, at grade 12, which is now life orientation, you know, but you still need it. You know, I don't think we should let go of life orientation when you get to university, even when you get to the uh, workplace, you know. Maybe we could add it as a prerequisite. Exactly. In, in, into the studies there. Yes. That's actually a brilliant idea. Yeah. 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 Uh, faculties. Hi, up people. Here's an idea. Yeah, <laughs> Maybe we should make a proposal and <laughs> put it in. Okay, so my last question for you. Um, having seen so much or explored so much in your field, um, how has your field of study or your field of work impacted how you view life? I think there's more to be done. Um, and when given the opportunity, you know, I, 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 want, to, I want to show people that it is possible, you know, uh, especially those people that have dreams to achieve. I think the most important thing is to chase your dreams and not give up on your dreams. So I think I would advise people to like chase your dreams, you know. So that's how I view life. And uh, for me, that's that's just uh, the ethos of, of my life. <laughs> yeah. 
chase your dreams. Yeah. Ethos. You are learning new words today. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much for those uh, um, um, answers there. But now we're at the final segment of our interview. So I'm going to ask you some questions. You have to answer them very quickly. Don't think about them. Not even more than a second, okay? Mm. So this is called our fire round. Are you ready for our fire questions? Fire away. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Sweet or salty? Sweet. Remote or on site? Uh, both. <laughs> Every morning I? Go to work. <laughs> My favorite word is? Uh, success. Success. Okay. <laughs> success. Thank you so, so much, Doctor, for joining us on, on, on this podcast. And I'm sure our listeners have taken in so many of um, the words and the knowledge that you have given us today. Um, and thank you so much for sitting us with and sharing your, yourself and your knowledge with us. It's a pleasure. That was a bit of my journey. <laughs> <laughs> that was a bit of your journey. And I'm still 30, so I've like, I believe I, and I trust that I still have more Shoo. to learn. No pressure, no pressure. <laughs> okay, thank you so much. Oh, it's a pleasure. Thank you for having me. That's it for now. Listen to all our episodes to make sure that you get into the fast lane of career success.